Hello everyone, my name is Monica Gleberman, and you're listening to Silence On Set Podcast. I have a ton of questions for you. Yes. Um, I was literally, um, you're going to laugh. I was literally rewatching this movie because I was like, oh, like I saw it when they first sent it to me and I want to watch it again. And I was so invested that I almost missed the text message in the time. Like I was like, oh, shoot. <laughs> so like I paused. I was like, no, like I'm so close. That's to a really good again. sign. That would be, that would be a, that's a really good excuse to miss the interview is what yes, I'm saying. It, it's, it's so good. Before I get into it, because I have so many questions about it. Of course, I have to ask about the Umbrella Academy. Yes. So is there anything that you could tell fans about Grace and the upcoming season? Mm, Yeah, I'll hint at it. I don't want to give too much because it's so good. I don't want to ruin it for anyone. It comes out June 22nd. So coming up, which is very exciting, you're going to see a different version of Grace than you've seen before. I mean, you guys already know from the trailer and the little little sneak peeks they've given that there's a new family in town and that there's going to be tension and, you know, they've kind of met their match. But all I'll say is that this Grace is going to be totally unlike the version you've seen the last two seasons. And I had a lot of fun. Ooh, I'm excited. I know we got <laughs> to see little sneak peeks of it, but like not enough where I'm like, wait, wait, what's going on? Yeah, we'll so, have to chat again after you watch it because I want to hear your thoughts. Oh my gosh. Okay, yes, definitely. Because I saw it and I was like, I have to ask her before we get into the movie, but um, yeah. yeah, you're so good <laughs> on it. So like congratulations oh, for that role. You. You're amazing. Okay, so let's talk about Escape the Field. So this is your new movie. I literally, like I said, and you know, I'm not unashamed to say that I was literally watching it a second time before talking to you. Mm-hmm. I'm obsessed with it. So can we talk about how you first got involved with the project just to begin with? Yeah. So it's a cool story because I kind of, you know, as an actor, you always just learn like, Hey, you audition, you do the callback, you, you know, meetings, and then you book it. But this was literally me in the mountains at my parents' house with my fiance, like just cooking and working out and going for hikes and then getting a call being like, Hey, cause it's during the pandemic. Um, hey, you know, the, the lead actress, the schedule, scheduling conflicts, they want to have a meeting with you. And so I stayed up all night reading the script, absolutely loved it, was so in the world. And then I had a meeting with the director Emerson the next afternoon and on the call, he was like, you want to do this? You want to hop on a plane? I was like, uh, yeah. So I hopped on a plane and then a week later I was just with, you know, the most incredible group of actors and we were doing rehearsals with Emerson and then the corn and it all just kind of went from there. So I was definitely pinching myself how quickly it came about. It was like, you know, I went from pandemic quarantining to being on set basically like overnight. Wow. That's insane. Okay. That was a very fast process. Yeah. Uh, obviously like, you know, you have filmed uh, other things, a ton of things, but obviously we mentioned the Umbrella Academy, but for this film, was it difficult because it was, it was during COVID? Cause I know everyone seems to have a different experience that I interview in terms mm-hmm. of the process, what it was like, how taxing, not taxing. So what was it like for you kind of dealing with that? Because there's a group of you in the, in the movie and obviously we'll get into it, but that are, you're very in close contact. So yeah. Oh, how yeah. was that? How was the COVID situation with that? Yeah, so it's a very small cast, just six of us, which made it easier. It's not like this huge ambitious ambitious show with a ton of extras or anything. But I felt like we were kind of the lab rats in a way, because I think we were only like the 12th production to, to go back after the pandemic shut everything down. So everything was very new and, and being established. And, you know, we were being tested three times a week. That was the hardest part for me, simply because I don't think my nose is designed for the type of testing they were doing. But, you know, there was a lot of pain and bleeding and tears and I have a high pain tolerance. So I'm, you know, I'm not ashamed to admit that it was 
probably the most traumatic experience that I've had to do regularly for a full month. That said, I would do it again because I had so much fun and, you know, they, they were being safe and I'm just really grateful we were able to shoot it because, you know, it took a while for things to get back up and running. And I think it was really brave and ambitious and it all worked out. We were all very safe. The, the crew were very respectful. The cast were respectful. We all understood that we were really really blessed to be able to even be working at that time. And, you know, the fact that we were all at the hotel together, quarantining, we weren't really going anywhere. It actually kind of made it a unique and positive experience because we all got very close. We became very good friends. And I think that that only ever serves the, the production even more because the chemistry on screen, you know, it does translate. And we had a lot of fun together. We would do movie nights and and just hang out and, and practice scenes. And it was, it was pretty great. Well, okay. So that's good. Like, and, and it's true during COVID, I mean, it was so limiting. So when you see this movie, it's such an amazing film to have been filmed during COVID just with the logistics of it. They did it in a very smart way because it's all done kind of in one location, at least to the eye, like yeah. we're seeing you like in, in a, in a cornfield. But if you kind of want to like tell people what it's about a little bit and then you know we can go deeper into it and I'll put a little spoiler note in there but if you want to just give sure. people now like how would you explain this movie <laughs> yeah I mean it definitely had it's very it's very offbeat and different from anything that I had read or been a part of and it kind of has a lost quality it's and it's in its own world and you don't quite know what's going on and that's part of the fun is figuring out along with the characters why they're here and what's happening but basically six strangers wake up alone in the middle of a cornfield that seems to go on forever and then they all kind of are thrown together and they don't know how they got there and they don't know who to trust and they don't know whether one of the other people here is the bad guy or or is you know hiding the fact that they're involved and why they're here it has horror elements for sure they realize pretty fast that something is hunting them that they're you know there's multiple levels of not being safe and basically they really need to get the heck out of the field and they need to work together to do it but as you can imagine there's a lot of challenges in in figuring out how to do that yeah i mean you guys did such a great a cinematic element that you guys use because you are in a, a cornfield, I thought it was amazing. Two things. One, that each of you woke up with an item because right away you're like, ooh, what does everybody have? Why yes. did they get that certain item? What will that do? Kind of thing. And then the second thing that I thought was very interesting was the idea of putting a bunch of strangers together and seeing how all of them react in the very beginning, like not really knowing because we don't know you either. So like we're kind of like yeah. these characters, your character wakes up. And again, like for the spoiler free, just your character wakes up and is dressed in scrubs. So we kind of assume she has some sort of medical something like background mm -hmm. and remains, I feel like at least in the first few minutes, relatively calm for the situation. Mm -hmm. So when you read a script like this and the other element that they used, I thought that was great was the music. Cause like you hear this mm -hmm. like sound and you're like, what's going on? Like something's happening. Yeah. So yeah. When you read all of these elements. Is there a certain way that you go into it? Do you build a backstory? Do you figure out why she'd be wearing scrubs and what would be happening? And again, we learn a little bit, but do you guys do that as like actors or like for your process? Yes. For sure. Yeah. It's, it's so important to understand because you know, like you said, the way that my character would react to being in this very terrifying situation is so informed by her life to this point. So she's a, you know, I had multiple lengthy conversations with the director, Emerson. He's so passionate. He made himself so available for us. So, you know, we were really spoiled with having hours and hours and hours of being able to just like jump and deep dive into these characters, why they are the way they are, 
their backstory. And we really built, I mean, I'm, I'm a very cerebral person anyway. Like anytime I get a role, I find that research is, it really helps me to let go and, and trust my instincts and like have more of an understanding of why the character thinks the way they think and, and why they do what they do. So Emerson and I worked together. We talked about, you know, what what sort of medical background it was we came to the agreement that she's a trauma surgeon which really lends itself well to this sort of situation because a trauma surgeon doesn't know what's going to come through that door what sort of life, life they're going to have to save they're sort of the the director of the room they're directing all of these different professionals and making very quick life threatening or life-saving decisions to help someone who's could die very quickly so that's essentially what she does as a living but I think she's very closed off and, and lonely in her, her personal life. Her parents are both dead. She doesn't really make time for friends or family outside of work. And so when she's dropped here, not only is she able to kind of calm herself down to assess and, and deal with the emergency at hand and try to like keep her wits about her rather than just panicking because you panic, you die. But she also, you know, seeing her navigate all of these new people, it's, she's just constantly wheels turning, collecting data trying to make calculated decisions, which is, again, informed by, I think, you know, where she comes from and her life of, you know, when you lose a parent early on, I mean, going real deep with it, you lose a parent early on, that's a trauma. You spend your whole life very hypervigilant. You're, you're always kind of waiting for that other shoe to drop. You know, you're not ignorant to bad things happening. And then her career would be one more layer on top of, of that. So I think to some degree, she would be the best person to, to be in a situation like this, because it wouldn't, it wouldn't necessarily shock her the way it shocks someone who believes that the world is a safe place. Right. And you know what? That really comes across because the movie starts with your character. So right away, I was like, okay, maybe she's a nurse. Maybe she's a doctor. I'm not sure. But then the as the movie keeps going, I was like, oh, she definitely did like trauma or like in the ER or something. Mm, oh, great. I'm glad that came through. Well, yeah, because the decisions are so quick, so calm, so smart. A lot of the stuff that your character says kind of leads the whole group. And then, you know, it's interesting because the group is such a extreme version or a heightened version of different types of characters of people, like different yeah, totally. of, of people. So to have like Shane West be like very military and it's very mm -hmm. clear that he has some sort of military background and then have, you know, just like different kind of aspects of personality mm -hmm. kind of grouped together was very interesting to see like who would learn things. And I loved how your character kind of led the way because and you know we'll put a spoiler thing in and i'll put this after the movie comes out but um as we get like kind of further into it she starts kind of figuring these clues out that's why i was re-watching it too because i was like how did she know and i'm like trying to like catch the things that like you know she saw that kind mm -hmm. of leads them to everything from the water to the mat you know and like so on and so on as yeah. it goes on yeah. so was that also fun for you because yes you guys are all like becoming friends during covid yeah you're playing this girl that has like maybe some trauma and has an e you know an er background but then also you're like really leading mm -hmm. basically everybody throughout the whole movie yeah she i totally am it's it's very much a leadership quality and and just kind of like i said constantly collecting data constantly assessing watching people trying to figure it out i think that's the moment it becomes very exciting for sam and it did become very exciting for me as jordan because that's so it's, it's so fun to be able to, to be aware of the fact that there are pieces of the puzzle that can be put together. It goes from being this random, terrifying situation where you don't understand why someone has done this to you, to being something that you actually can follow steps to solve. There is yeah, a way from, out. Like, uh, not to interrupt you, but it goes from irrational to rational to, for her. Totally, exactly. And that's, that's her, that's her like sweet spot. You know, like that's very much, as much as the, the ER is a very 
hectic place and there's a lot going on in quick decisions, it's all very calculated and everyone kind of knows their steps to follow. And so the second this starts making a little more sense and the pieces start to kind of fall into place, I think that's where Sam really excels because she is comfortable taking control and she's confident and trusting enough in herself to know that her instincts are correct. There's, she's a very instinctual, I'm very instinctual as a person too. So that was where I started having a lot of fun. And that's cool that you picked up on that because you know, it takes, it, it, it becomes more active. It's less about just surviving and it's more about fighting for survival. Right. And I also liked it too, because sometimes like they'll throw everybody together somewhere or like people wake up with no memory or like whatever. And yeah. there's so much unknown. And the whole time you just don't really know what's going on. And then at the end, they're like twist here. And then that's yeah. it. In this one, it was like, no, we're going to give you things. We're going to give you clues. Like it's going to start to be clear that someone clearly set this up in some sort of weird or yeah. like rational way and if yeah. characters you know can kind of figure it out maybe they can get out of where they're stuck in you know so i thought it was very totally. interesting it was so well done how was it filming so much of it takes place in the cornfield and i was just laughing because i was like if that was me i would be so like i know like obviously behind the scenes you guys have lights and all sorts of stuff but i was like i would have been so screwed like knowing where i'm going because everything yeah. looks the same you guys are like running through and i'm going i don't know where they are and then i'm like oh the fence okay and, and yeah the same thing the characters are doing there's a tree, there's a fence, there's this weird, creepy guy. Yeah, okay, we know like certain things, yeah, like certain things. Yeah. But as a person, I would have been so lost. Oh, yeah. Would. So like, what, what was it like filming in this kind of cornfield scenario? It was very cool. It was a real gift in a lot of ways because, you know, you don't have to, when you're on like a stage, like a sound stage, it's like, there's so much imagination that goes into it. But we were in the cornfield, like it was freezing. I was in little scrubs and it was getting into fall and we could hear coyotes howling. And, you know, it was, it was definitely, we were in the elements. Like it was, it was very, very cold. It was very physical. It was a lot of running, a lot of using your body and, and long days. And it was really hot when we started and, you know, but, but that's all a gift as an actor, because you, that's one less thing that you have to try to, to, to create for yourself. And, um, and on top of that, like Emerson was always down to play. He's such a passionate, creative, committed person. He's so dedicated. And, and so, you know, we'd finish filming for the day and he'd be like, you want to go film an extra shot over the crane? I'm like, yeah. So we just, you know, I just run through the corn back and forth. And like, I got lost at one point. I'm like following his voice and it was dark. And, you know, like it's very much a character in and of itself. And you didn't really have to work that hard to have the experience. All I had to do if I needed a moment alone for an emotional scene or the fear was just take a few steps that way. And then I was alone and it was like, okay, this would be absolutely terrifying. And yes, I would have gotten lost so much if it was me. Like I have, a, I get lost, but you know, I like to think I'd figure it out. And this, it's interesting to hear too, because I do like, I understand a lot of movies have to have like the CGI and the green screens and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And they come out amazing. And there is a little bit of CGI in this film, but I like the fact that you were in the cornfield because I do think it's like, okay, I don't have to worry about this. Like now I can yeah. focus on like the storytelling and making sure yeah. everyone gets in and like all the like additional elements. You know, for me, this was like, I, you know, you mentioned it in the beginning, it's kind of like, it is similar to Lost. And I think it's similar to, it is kind of like a horror movie, but it's a very like genre bending film. I feel like there's multiple things going on in this movie. Again, done cinematically, done with the actors, done with the storylines, the backgrounds, kind of everything we learn. And ultimately all kind of the clues then the end of the movie, which I won't give away. So I think a lot of that really like plays into it. So for you, you know, obviously describing this movie, is it harder when you're doing multi-genres 
or do you not even think about it and you're just kind of acting it and it comes off as a thriller or horror like you know all different things at once yeah I mean I, I think there's all the, the tropes for the different categories and like you said I think a lot of horror films lean on the jump scares or lean on the CGI to make it scary and it isn't really about the humans in that and that's a little bit one-dimensional and, and it has its time and place but it's to, to me less exciting than a film like this. I think the main thing is you just as an actor really try to understand your character and, and why they're reacting the way that they are and and get you know giving them the, the real thought and care to, to bring truth to it. The genre of it just kind of happens through building the character and building the performance and 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 going with it obviously it's so fun to be able to do the action and then the horror it, it just kind of it just keeps you on your toes really like it's it's not something that I really like thought about in terms of changing my performance but it is something that just allows you to play more yeah it's like like organic and it's like you don't have to fall into yeah. a box it doesn't just have to be funny like it doesn't have to just yeah. be scary it like can just be whatever it is yeah. and those are the best movies I think you know they make you cry but they make you laugh and you know that it just it's like that's life in terms of the storyline and finding these clues what was that like too because obviously yes as an actor you know you're pre you're preparing you have to act surprise you know all of these things mm -hmm. that are in the story but you did such a good job like I'm watching it and I'm like her figuring it out her explaining it to everybody and you're explaining it really to us like the audience too yeah. right yeah so like you're kind of doing everything I felt like um you know with all these other actors you know dealing with all their stuff but you're doing a lot of the kind of heavy lifting. So what was that like for you? Cause you get to play with all the props too. Like you were playing with the map, you get to yeah. play with the compass and, uh, you know, figure out the water and all of those things. So was that fun for you to be, I don't know. I just feel like for me, I'd be like super excited if I was like the one person that's like, oh, I got it. I got this idea. Yeah. I got this. Oh, it's on the jacket. I got it. You know, and she's yeah. like, oh, like on it. So was yeah. that fun to play with all of those things? Oh yeah, it's so much fun. And it's such an energetic thing when you get that momentum and you can kind of feel it once you're in the character. And I think for me, it's always, yeah, I could just say the lines without understanding it, but like, that's going to be boring for me and it's not really going to read free for you guys watching it. So I think for me, it was always very important. And I had tons of conversations as, as did, you know, the rest of the cast with the director Emerson and, you know, just making sure that I understood what set off that chain of reactions and that that what when that final piece falls into place understanding why I would come to those conclusions and why I would say it with so much conviction because you know how it feels when suddenly you're so sure of something and you just know that it's true and and like that can be quite frustrating to convince someone who just doesn't necessarily know you or trust you or believe in you or have the same thought process as you so I think just understanding it I'm I'm someone who's I'm very passionate I love problem solving it's very up my alley to to, to use my mind and then persuade someone like that. That's really exciting to me. I probably would have been good in like the debate club or something. Cause I, I'm like, well, you uh, know, room. Or it's it's, well, yeah, I've done a couple of those and I, I, yeah, I, yeah it's fun. It's a lot yeah, of fun. I, was watching, I was like, she would be an amazing in this <laughs> I want oh, Sarah in my room. We would totally escape. Yeah. How is it working with everybody else? Because obviously you're interacting the entire story lies with just the small group of you you know, also there are funny looks to the camera and hints of things, you know, as things are going on, but how was it working with everyone and kind of building this movie together because it's such a small cast and because mm -hmm. you're literally in one location? Yeah. I mean, we, we had so much fun. Like it just, the fact that it was all so simplified, we had the location, you know, we, we weren't competing with it. There weren't schedules to work around. Like it was just like there for us. 
And the cast is just so incredible. Like I just, I, I love everyone. We love each other as humans. We love each other as actors. We work so well together. Everyone's so talented. I think everyone did a really brilliant job of, of like bringing their character to life. Yeah, it was just, it was just a really great experience to be able to like focus on, focus on the relationships. And, you know, there's no distractions. Like you said, we're in the corn. Like it's very much just about the human experience of trying to survive and, and getting to know each other and, and opening up new parts of us. And it's very primal. It's very primal to be, to literally be fighting for your life. Like all that other nonsense that has become a lot of our lives here. Cause we, we're, we have such a life of luxury. Like that's all removed. It's simply about, you know, human nature, survival, learning to trust survival instincts. I had a lot of fun being able to lean into that and, and just even just I just adore everyone. Like, I just, I'm sure that you, you know, you're chatting to the others, you'll see, like, it's a really special group of people. And I think we, we were all constantly looking at each other being like, it's not always like this, you know, like it's, I, I, I've had the pleasure of loving everyone that I've worked with. I've never had a bad experience in my career so far, but this was a really special group. And we just, we had the time because of the quarantining and everything to like, you know, we were there together and no one was flying out to LA. Like we were there. I know that's so nice. Like, you know, obviously we talked about how strong she is. Did mm -hmm. you find any internal weaknesses or things that you felt that she might have missed as the movie goes on? And again, we don't talk about specifics, but, you know, just like any weaknesses that you would describe her because she is a very strong woman. She does lead a lot of the movie. She does lead a lot of things. But I as viewers, we see some alternative things that she might miss. So did you feel like there was any weaknesses for her? She's limited maybe by her. I mean, building the backstory, understanding that this is a woman who has really like mitigated risks in her personal life and is very much about like being stoic and keeping herself separate and keeping herself safe from pain. I think being thrown into a situation where, you know, the, the whole movie, she's kind of pushing that down. I don't know about like clues. I, I need to watch the movie again and look for things that my character missed because I was so focused on, you know, get it, catching the right clues. But she's definitely the, the, the bleeding heart that is kind to everyone. But I think she's probably so distracted by her big brain trying to solve solve it it takes a while for her to kind of get into her heart and her body that kind of happens later in the movie when she becomes more of like a warrior you know she finds her strength she finds her strength later in the movie I, I really saw this as like sam's transformation like she changes yeah and i think she she has to right i mean like i don't know how else you would survive that kind of situation but yeah like they did a great job like i said cinematically like looks to the camera or things where a character's turned around so you Sam doesn't see it, but we as yeah. a, a viewer see it, you know, yeah. so I was like, hmm, like that's I know, well, and I it's, like taking yeah. notes, you know? It's true. And that's, I think, you know, all the other cast did a really great job of that because it's how boring would it be to watch and be like, oh yeah, she's good. He's bad. This, you know, like it's, it's, we're not good or bad. We're just messy, flawed human beings. And I think that's always really compelling to see on screen because you don't know if you can trust someone. I mean, you, you can know someone for a really long time and they can surprise you good or bad. So I think keeping, having, finding little ways to have those moments. Sam is sort of the heart of the story. So I, I was steadfast in that way, but it was cool for the way that everyone around me kind of layered their performance. So you just, you're always kind of not sure. Yeah. And I really enjoyed it because when you're thrust in that situation and you already kind of don't trust people, it's like a natural thing. I think yeah. we all kind of are always like, Hmm, when someone new comes in, but then to literally, you don't have time. Like you just don't have time to worry about that. You don't have time to like focus on it. You're just trying to like, you know, worry about your life as viewers. It's fun for us because we get to see all these like, you know, little signs and yeah. things like moments of distrust where you're like, that's odd yeah. or like, that's a weird decision yeah. she made or yeah. But yeah. you know, they're in, uh, in the moment, like they don't care. <laughs> like they're just trying to get out of this. Yeah. Place. yeah. They're just trying to barely scraping by. 
Yeah. Well, you guys do like literally, like I said, such a good job. I was like biting my fingers and I've seen it already. And I'm oh, it again. I wanted to ask for fans, what would you tell fans about this film and like why they should watch it? I really want to emphasize that this is not your typical horror movie. Like it's a very different movie and I want people to like really give it a, like a shot and sit and watch it because it's so good and it's so well done so what would you say to fans of yours maybe from the Umbrella Academy other things that you've done other like even other shows other movies that people have seen you in mm-hmm. you know obviously you have that fan base built in and they're gonna watch it but why should other people kind of like jump on the bandwagon find it and you know watch it when it comes out I just I think it's so different from anything that I've ever seen it's it, it really keeps you on your toes like you said it's not I've been telling friends, I have a couple of friends that are like, oh, I'm too scared. I don't like horror films. And I'm like, well, it's not really about that. You know, like it's, it's terrifying by nature of the fact that these six people are, are really thrown into the situation that is, is very challenging and scary and threatens their lives. But I think it's more about like watching people be resilient and learn to work together and learn to solve puzzles and, and, and seeing what their downfall is. It's more about like seeing six human beings thrown together in a situation that would have never collected outside in in the outside world. And so I just think it's a lot of fun to watch, you know, not only is it going to kind of keep you on your toes and it's fun, but you're also trying to figure out the puzzle along with us and you're rooting for, you know, that character, you don't like that character and that might surprise you. And so I just think it's one of those experiences where you're not going to be bored. That's for sure. Are you on social? What's your, yeah, I'm like, shout that out too. Sure thing. Yeah. So I'm on Instagram, Jordan Claire Robbins, full name. I'm not on TikTok yet. It is amazing. You are fantastic. And I just want everyone to go. It is <laughs> such a good movie. And I think you do need to watch it more than once. Thank you so much, Monica. That's very, very kind. And I'm glad you enjoyed it. That's that's the whole point. So we were hoping that everyone would have as much fun watching it as we did making it. Thank you for listening to Silence on Set podcast. My name is Monica Gleberman. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and stay tuned for more interviews to come. Oh, 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 oh,